When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Ben Bull, and I write some videos here at HowStuffWorks.com. And I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing well, Scott. Always well when we run into each other. Uh, how, how have you been? Fantastic. Um, for our listeners, you guys should just know, our uh, I had a coffee situation, which uh, Scott and our <laughs> producer today, Tyler, just solved for me. If I don't have the ability to drink coffee, right, or coffee machines out or something... I should just get, uh, what were you saying? Oh, the uh, chocolate-covered espresso beans, right? I did, will it give me that kick I need? I think so. I think so. I'm not a coffee drinker. I've always wondered why you're not. That's no, soft a, drinks. Yeah, yeah, soft drinks. That's yeah. cool, man. Coke, soda, yeah. pop, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call go it. Go your own way. Like yeah, that, whatever region you're in, that it covers it, I think. There are so many different names. Yeah. But uh, we're not here to talk about that today. I just wanted to thank you on that. <laughs> no, this is about fueling up, though. This is about fueling up. See? Oh, nice. Link. Scott? Yeah, it worked. Did you plan that one? Not really. That was pretty that good, though. sort of worked. Okay. Sort of worked. But, yeah, uh, I thought it worked. What we're talking about, though, is we. I read something recently, and this is by no means new. This is mm-hmm. old. Um, it's probably a couple years old, but I kind of had this one on the back burner, and I thought we'd talk about it, but we're just not getting around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an argument out there that says that rather, in, rather than the standard what we use as miles per gallon to measure, uh, you know, fuel efficiency in a vehicle. Sure. Um, that it maybe makes more sense to uh, measure it in gallons per mile, uh, more specifically gallons per 100 miles. Now, a lot of people are not going to think that that's very different, mm-hmm. except for the 100-mile mark there. Yeah. Well, the 100-mile 100 100 mile mark is just to make it uh, make it a number that we can use, really, mm-hmm. um, so that it's it's uh, it's large enough, I guess. Because when you're, when you're talking about... Um, Gallons per 100 miles, you're talking about numbers that are like in, you know, two, three, four, mm-hmm. something real low like that. If you were to say just gallons per mile, the number would be a, uh, a, decimal, a decimal point. Yeah. yeah, and that makes it just far more difficult. So we break it into 
gallons per 100 miles or gallons per 10,000 miles, or 1,000 miles, rather, and then gallons per 10,000 miles. You can do it any way you want. Uh, but if you compare two vehicles in the same manner, you can get a, a much better picture of how much it costs you to drive your vehicle 100 miles, 1,000 miles, or 10,000 miles, just in fuel costs, not, mm-hmm. not operation costs. So gallons per 100 miles is a measurement that a lot of people, at least here in the States, don't use. We use miles per gallon. That's right, exactly. We, uh, although um, in Europe they often use uh, liters per 100 kilometers. That's a, that's a very standard measurement for them over there. They, mm-hmm. So they get a, a better sense of, um, and they're not the only ones that use that, but mm-hmm. um, they, they get a better sense of, of how much it costs them in fuel to go a certain distance. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. See, that's something that that I could use um, 
because you know what I'm about to talk about, right? <laughs> I think I do, yeah. Oh, Go gosh. ahead, bring it up. I, I want to uh, hear it again. I'm so lame, but I, I figure just in the interest of full yeah. disclosure. why not? So my console on the dash of my beloved Monte Carlo mm-hmm. is not all the way working. It's it's not completely dead, but the it's uh, dead. the gas gauge is not working. The speedometer works, and the odometer appears to work, uh, but the, the gas gauge has just gone the way of the dodo, bought the farm, etc. Mm-hmm. And um, as a result, it is of vital importance to me to know exactly <laughs> how many miles I can go uh, on a gallon of fuel or how many gallons it will take me to go 100 miles. So I just want you to know, Scott, that this is of vital importance to me, and I am hanging, <laughs> hanging on your every well, word. Okay, before we before we start, okay. I mean, before we really get into this, because yeah. it does get a little bit complicated, I'm going to try to keep it real simple with using just round numbers and, sure. and make it easy on us, because um, it's tough, you know, without having any kind of visual to be able mm-hmm. to tell people how this all works. But um, I, I'll tell you where to go to look up information, and, and hopefully you can follow along or you can uh, you can look this up later and see just what I'm talking about, because I'll use their examples, and maybe that'll make it even more clear. Um, and the other thing is that this, we're not saying this should, should um, you know, replace. totally replace yeah. or, or, you know, um, maybe in addition to is what maybe it should should be. Maybe it we supplement. Should, exactly. Maybe we should also have this number next two miles per gallon, and that might make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I don't think anybody's really saying that we need to completely replace miles per gallon. That's not the intent here. We're just letting mm-hmm. you know that there's another way, another thought process out there, and it might make you uh, think twice about another new car. Oh, that's what we have to say, because the results will be a little bit different. If yeah. You, if you calculate, you know, the difference between two cars, MPG, versus the difference between their GP100M, can yeah, I say so, that? Yeah, I think that's the right way, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. If This is really based on the idea that if you're looking to trade your vehicle, if you want, um, let's say you've got a, well, we'll get into the examples, but just for example, let's say you've got a car that gets 17 miles per gallon, you want to trade it for a car that gets uh, 23 miles per gallon. Um, we can tell you how to figure out the fuel economy for that vehicle versus, let's say, another vehicle that you might be considering to trade for and see what how much you're saving exactly. And you'd be surprised what, uh, what we come up with here. Yeah, I certainly was. It's, it's not really as intuitive as you might think. Uh, I would say it's counterintuitive. Yeah, that's right. Because now, there are two guys at, uh, at Duke and University, and I'm um, looking through my notes here. Hang on a second. I'll get it. It's uh, Rick Larrick and Jack Saul. And... These two guys, they're professors of management, um, associate and assistant, and um, they were carpooling one day, and they were talking about fuel economy on the way to, on the way to work. They were in a hybrid, and they kind of said, "Well, let's try to figure out some different scenarios where your economy is better or worse, and then try to average it out, try to figure out what's going on here exactly." And then they, they determined that miles per gallon can actually be a very deceptive measurement, um, and. It, depends on your terrain, it depends on your climate, it depends mm-hmm. on all kinds of different things. So um, they said miles per gallon, it, it really depends on your style of driving, it depends on a lot of different factors. So um, they thought that, like I said, it's, it's a deceptive measurement in, in their eyes. So they said, well, how can we, how can we work this you know, to, to, yeah. uh, to make it make more sense, I guess, make it even it out between all the vehicles, you know, start with fresh slate. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came up with this idea that, uh, and it, not that they came up with the idea. They're they're kind of it's based on the um, what I say the uh, liters per 100 kilometers, kilometers idea. Yes. Um, 
but they've, they've been working this through and they've been getting funding from Duke to, to do some research, or they, they did. I think it's over at this point. Um, but, for example, they, they asked um, – they took a poll and they asked a lot of people um, which would be the better vehicle to replace. If you had a, a, a 10-mile-per-gallon car and you wanted to replace it with a, a car that gets 20 miles per gallon – Okay. So that's uh, you know ten to twenty. Wow. Or would you want to replace a twenty-five mile per gallon car with a car that gets fifty miles per gallon? Fifty miles per gallon. Yeah. So you're replacing ten with twenty, uh-huh. or twenty-five with a fifty. So you're doubling the miles per gallon in both vehicles. You're doubling the miles per okay. gallon. Okay. Um, so ten to twenty, twenty-five to fifty. Then uh, I would, of course, can I answer? Yeah, of course. I, I would, of course, uh, want to go from 25 miles per gallon to 50 miles per gallon. That's what almost everybody who answered their survey question said. Um, however, <laughs> you'll find out that um, over a distance, I mean, this isn't just – it's hard to explain this without without getting into it. So let's just get into it right now, okay? Okay. Um, with you're, – you're far better off – not far better off. You're better off, I should say – trading the 10-mile-per-gallon car for a 20-mile-per-gallon car. And that does seem counterintuitive, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it seems like you're getting – because you want to say that you want 50 miles per gallon. That's the best best mm-hmm. scenario. Right. Here's the way you look at it when you think about it in a distance of 100 miles. If a 10-mile-per-gallon car um, uses 10 gallons of gas in 100 miles. Okay. So we're basing right. this all on 100 miles right now, okay? Okay. So ten, a car that gets 10 miles per gallon uses 10 gallons of gas. Mm-hmm. A car that gets 20 miles per gallon uses five gallons of gas to go the same distance, so 100 miles. Oh, okay. 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 So, and a 25-mile-per-gallon car uh, uses four gallons of gas for the same distance. Right, okay. Whereas a 50-mile-per-gallon car uses two gallons of gas for the same distance. Again, 100 miles. Right. So, if you look at the the gallons of fuel used, which was, and I'll read them just straight down, 10, 5, 4, and 2. Uh-huh. Um, you have to compare the two. So you're, you're talking about trading in a 10-mile-per-gallon car for a 20-mile-per-gallon car. The, the savings in fuel is really five gallons of fuel because mm-hmm. instead of using 10 gallons, you're going to use five gallons. So that's five gallons saved, right? That makes sense. Okay, that, that and we'll just say our fuel prices right now are $3 a gallon, right? Sure. That's $15, okay? Uh-huh. So $15 is what it, would, it, it saves you every 100 miles. Every 100 miles. Okay. okay, and you could extrapolate that out to one uh, one thousand, which would be one hundred and fifty dollars, or even ten thousand, which is one thousand five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So you can see the savings there. That's pretty big, right? Yeah. Now the car that you said was was better to uh, to buy the twenty five versus fifty. Yeah. Um, remember that's four gallons of gas versus two gallons of gas used in one hundred miles. So you're only so you're saving two gallons two gallons per one hundred miles. Oh, it's so, so long. So. If you're saving two gallons per 100 miles, you are saving a total of six dollars per 100 miles. Mm-hmm. So that means that it's sixty dollars for a thousand, and you're saving six hundred dollars for ten thousand. So instead of saving six hundred dollars per ten thousand miles, wouldn't you much rather save one thousand five hundred dollars per one one ten thousand miles? You know me, Scott. I'm getting so trapped up in this. This is a. Uh, I think that's an excellent explanation because I'm also, you know, you can see me scribbling along as yeah, well. Yeah, it's it really. I know it sounds terribly complex just hearing it, but if and it maybe not, maybe it maybe it's simple for someone to follow along if you've got that kind of mind that can process that. But but the the thing is, if you if you look this up or if you figure it out on paper the way I, I just described it, um, it's it's pretty clear how that that um, I guess that set of numbers will give you a, a much more clear picture of, of how much you can save 
for a relatively short distance, 100 miles, mm-hmm. um, or even a yeah. thousand miles. I, I go a thousand miles pretty quick in my car. It doesn't take that long. Yeah. Um, and when you talk about a year, you know, you just determine how how much you drive a year and see the fuel savings between again a 10 mile per gallon car, 20 mile per gallon car, and mm-hmm. you know so on. But um, isn't that odd that you know going from 10 to 20 is far more significant in savings for you mm-hmm. than going from 25 to 50? It really is strange, and I guess it's. It makes a little bit more sense when I think back on it because of the relationship with the numbers. You know, a lower mm-hmm. mile per gallon is bad, yeah, and a, and a, a higher uh, well, gallon per mile the, is bad. The small, the the Down smallest, the smallest increase creates. It's not. It's not that it creates a bigger increase, but uh, um, a better savings, I should say. But a small increase in miles per gallon really does mean a a, a big savings. And I can give you one example of this. Um, if you have a 15 mile, uh, let's say just take a 15 mile per gallon car versus a 12 mile per gallon car. So okay. you're talking about a, only a three mile per gallon difference. It's right. not not significant really. It's, it doesn't seem significant. Shouldn't be. Um, so let's let's take that one out to 10,000 miles. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's say that you travel that in a year. It's a lease vehicle. You can only go 10,000 miles anyways. So right. you're just talking fuel cost here. Okay. Um, a 12 mile per gallon car versus a 15,000 or a 15 mile per gallon car. You will save 167 gallons of fuel over that 10,000 miles by having a 15 mile per gallon car versus, you know, just that three mile per gallon difference saves you 167 gallons in just 10,000 miles. Now, I triple that amount because I go about 30,000 a year because I take it on road trips, et cetera. So um, 167 gallons times $3 per gallon, um, that's. $501 $501 that you save in one year just by having a car that gets uh, three, three miles per gallon. And it, wow. if you take it out to three times that, which is what I drive, yeah. um, $1,500 again. Wow. So it's significant savings. And, and you don't think about it that way until you really see it laid out in gallons per mile. And, you know, you wouldn't, you just wouldn't think of that if you said, well, this is 12 versus 15 big deal i'll go for the 12 because it's a, it's a flashier car whatever it is uh, i'm using your reptilian brain to, oh, to pick it out i knew i, I knew like, which one of yeah. us is gonna say that. yeah so um <laughs> yeah if you re- recall back to the reptilian brain episode um no so it's uh it's, it's far more significant than you would think if you use paper you're a human but if you choose paper you're a papertarian someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. So do you think that there's a possibility for car manufacturers and dealerships to pick up this uh, this way of looking at the well, numbers? Well, you know, some reviewers have already started adding this to their uh, to, to their reviews of vehicles in, in online and um, mm-hmm. in print ads, um, magazines, I should say. Um, so I think I think it's catching on, but not as fast as, uh, as I think they wanted it to originally. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen it really in many places. Uh, but it's here and there. It's happening. If there's a groundswell among the reviewers, though, I think that's a... That- definitely strengthens the possibility yeah i think so i mean it's uh it, again it's been a couple of years since this is uh has, has come out you know since uh, these um professors at duke came out with this mm-hmm. idea or, or you know broadcast they've got this idea we should also include this number on the uh marconi sticker on the windows of every new car um but uh so far i i just haven't seen it many places not many places well, we still haven't really picked up the metric system in this. No, in this no, no. And I haven't told you exactly where you can find this stuff yet. But um, if you look on, um, you can actually find an, you can find a little video that just demonstrates this really well. And this is the, it'll, it'll give you the 10, 20, 25, uh, 50. That'd be perfect. Um, demonstration that I told you about. And Ooh. it's on YouTube. And just search the MPG Illusion. The MPG Illusion. I like that title. And uh, it's real simple. It, it should walk you through exactly what I told you here, and maybe you know, maybe watch it once or twice like I did, and I finally got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I understood what they were getting at. But um, it's uh, it's an interesting little video clip. It's not very long, but um, I think if you uh, dig into it, you'll find it pretty interesting. And you know uh, what else people should do while they're already on the internet? What's that? They should check out the High Speed Stuff blog. Oh, good idea. Which we, we don't really get to plug too much, but it's it's got uh, so many interesting things. And I think that, uh, well, you know, 
Scott, I know you can't say anything about it without being immodest. I'm blushing yeah. already. He's blushing. It's crazy. I gotta stop. It is but, hot in here. Yeah, it, it, you know, who knows? Who knows? You're right, though. It is. We're in a <laughs> we're in a different studio today. But uh, anyhow, so the the blog is a great read. You can also find out more information about anything automotive related by checking us out at our website, HowStuffWorks.com. And if there's something on there and, and you're looking for something that's not there, why don't you send us an email and maybe we can cover it. Yep, and that is at HighSpeedStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new High Speed Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.